say with your chest. Say what say what say with your chest podcast. I promise I leave it on the low. The mothers don't have to even know. If you do it, I knew you would stay on the one. Don't take it to a hundred year old. Don't take it there, step down. One already fell out. Hit the ground. Cause you ain't the one with the crown. You ain't the one with the crown. Say it with your chest podcast. It's Shane. It's GP. It's Richard. We in the building. What up? What up? What up? Good How evening, doing, fellas. Good man. Good. For another. Good doing good, man. Man, we got choices out. Choices. We, got, we we just. I was just a part of a team that did a historic community yard sale down in Staysville. We've been Ooh, doing it big on uh engineering some shows. Shane, yo, it's been a crazy week. Yo, we out here though. What up, Statesville? What up, Statesville? I love y'all. Y'all, y'all something else, but I love y'all out there. That's crazy. State, yeah, Statesville is that's a special place for real though. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh shout out to the upper room. Um, the project. yeah, like a lot of stuff going on down there. And uh, hey, is, I wonder if it's Miss Sharon, Miss Sharon. I think Miss Sharon's still over there. What's up, Miss Sharon from I, Upper Room? I, I need to make I need to make the connection through the connections. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I need to watch that movie again, man. That's a good movie. <laughs> anyway, the Upper Room. Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a. It, I don't know if that's the name of the title, but that's uh, that's a scene. Oh, right got you, got you, got they you. They go the okay. room. I was thinking about life. Oh yeah, yeah. true. <laughs> <laughs> oh snap! We not young, we not old, but we are strongly opinionated, and we thank y'all so much for listening uh, and tuning in. Uh, yo, I don't know what we gonna do after this. That Carolina Nikki, bro, like that dude has some energy, man. Super uh, energy, man. So life we is- hope it, it's a hit. Life has been real for Carolina Nicky, man. He's really good. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's been it's really like, real. I hope, I hope y'all y'all don't get too used to, <laughs> to that high energy. To we, that type of high energy. Yeah. We, we don't that, have that. We, <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the things that I think we've benefited from um, as far as introducing ourselves to you all, our, our listeners, is having uh, the opportunity to kind of ask each other questions and basically introduce ourselves to 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 you um and so of course we don't have gps more in depth because uh we heard a little bit about him before but there's always more to the man uh we heard shane earlier a few episodes back and so i guess real shane christian please stand up yeah like yo that title was fire i don't care what nobody says that's yeah real that was a classic (laughs) but i guess i'm next so yeah i'm ready for whatever I'm gonna answer whatever. The, except the prizzy prayers. We got the prizzy prayers of written gratitude in the building. Hey, Mr. let's go, Richard. Make some noise. Oh, I, I am yeah. gonna do that. <laughs> yo, that's Man, awesome. yo. So, fifteen questions, bro. Oh snap! Yo, oh he stacked over there. Shane stacked on me. Well, I'm ready. I, I do all fifteen. I wrote this during the week, man. I got so many questions. But GP, you want to start it off? Yo, I want to start off like introducing. Like, I want you to introduce yourself. Like, who are you? Where you're from? Um, and how'd you get into where you at right now? As far as the podcast, 
Got you. Can we start there? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Do we want to go origin origin story to you know? Uh, I mean, we don't yes, we need can. to know how you got here. You know, we don't. Need yeah, to how did you parents. get here? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like no, not in the very, very parents, like, baby, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, nineteen. Shane making a funny. <laughs> what was playing in the background was Luther Vandross. <laughs> <laughs> now Yo, we don't need to start the first, there. Yeah. For the first five years of my life, it was Luther Van Draws. Yeah, I skipped forward about 25 years. That's crazy. Yeah, let's skip forward a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. nah. So uh, my name's Richard. Um, I am an entrepreneur, um, uh, mainly dealing with uh, kind of social media, content creation, um, all that fun stuff. I have a lovely wife named Lauren. We got three kids. Um, I'm not saying Shout their names because they don't want me to. So, Shout out to uh, the ones. but yeah, you're I not about to split your kids. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, like we got a whole policy and stuff like that. My, my son is, is the president of the union of my children and he has made all of their issues known. <laughs> so one of those That's things sad. is we're not shouting out names and giving out, they, they learn how to not just give out their personal information. But anyway, um, That's so we uh born and raised in Winston-Salem, uh, recently moved to High Point to be a part of a church plant that should be launching next year. Shout out to King's Church. Let's out, out here in High Point. So awesome. We're going to be hitting it hard, um, trying to bring the Lord to the international city. Um, Amen. It's a beautiful thing. Um, and honestly, I got into this podcast scene because I worked a lot with um, radio stations and uh, podcast networks specifically, but then it's like, I'm not just going to do any podcast. And if I am going to do a podcast, I want to have fun. So then I was like, Oh, I got two friends that's dope in the engineering game. That's dope in the, uh, just know how to make stuff sound good. So I'm going to be with my bros. And now I'm just, I'm getting to know all kinds of people and some OGs. So, uh, I think that's I'm learning kinda... something new right now because, like, I didn't know that you was tr- starting a church plan out in Ipeasy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's uh, my bro Matt speaks. We come out of uh, King's Cross uh, Church, which okay. is um, out in Greensboro. Um, Shout out to Matt speaks. That's the dude. Yeah, right that's there. my guy. Yeah. That's my guy. Um, but that that church is absolutely amazing and. Uh, this is, the, this is one of the things that really gets me like when church plant can sometimes hurt because it's not like you leave in a bad situation. It's not like you, you know, about to go off because there was something bad or bad theology. It's because it's a good church and it's growing and we want that to happen in other places for the glory of God. So yeah. That's the purpose. Um, that's the purpose. So are y'all doing, are y'all doing, lot. are y'all doing a storefront or are y'all building from the ground up or Bro, it's uh, so do you already new. have a location right now? Nah, it's so new. It's so new. It's, 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 it's so new as there's been a geographical location that's been kind of decided. But as far as what that's going to look like, only thing that's important right now is, uh, uh, finding and shepherding and discipling and getting to know the people that feel called to, to go help. Amen. Um, and so, so that's like, a, we, yeah. Yeah. That's amazing, man. So. Anybody that lives in the High Point area, if anybody don't know High Point, High Point is is the home of Fantasia Barino, Rico That's Barino, right. uh, American Idol's finest, and, and amongst right. uh, other people like 
John Coltrane. And mm-hmm. yeah, there's a lot of people from that area. So yeah. if anybody that's interested in looking for a church, I'll let my man Richard. Hey, what's your mission and vision for the uh for for the church? Um, right now is uh is when you think about first Peter, it talks about a, a chosen people that have been called to a kingdom and they're citizens of the kingdom. Um mm-hmm. we believe that believers have been given citizenship to the kingdom, of course. That is their identity. They are in Christ. They belong to the king. And there's also people who do not know him right now. And the those representatives, those those people who look all different ways, come from all different backgrounds, can all collectively come together under one name. And that's under the King Jesus. And so right now, that's the the most beautiful thing is you can have somebody that's going to live in some houses over here. That's probably $500,000. You also going to have some people over here in, in um, a student housing. You're going to have some other people over here kind of in uh, like more of the lower income area. And everybody's going to have the same thing in common that they need and rely and trust in Jesus Christ, the King. And that's going to be the glue that holds us all together. Um, and so that's the that's the most beautiful part about it that's why it had to be king's church it had to be king's church because it's his church it's his people it's his body that that it's kind of weird some of the relationships uh we planted a church before in winston-salem uh like literally pretty much during COVID. (laughs) and uh one of the things that you would notice is if if it wasn't for christ and knowing christ a lot of these people that's lifelong friends now wouldn't even know each other a lot of these people don't have things in common and, and it's easy to find and and um build with people that you like the same music or you come from the same background or you you know speak the same language and all these different things but when it comes to the church we are 100 percent unified by the blood of jesus and so that's, that's, that's right. kind of the mission right there that's right that's right United yeah. by the blood of Jesus. Hey, uh, Shane, I know you got some rapid fire over there. This month. He said he's loaded, locked and loaded with questions. <laughs> I got all kinds of questions, man. Let, well, let me see if I can just find a good one to start off. All right. Uh, all right. So let's just go with uh, an easy one. What what brings you joy, Richard, on a day to day in your life? What brings you what joy? What brings me joy? Uh, Watching my kids learn and like yeah. tell me what they learn. I think honestly, that's just like the most exciting thing ever. Like watching their brains work, um, how they say things, how, why, why words feel certain ways to them or uh, understanding how to deal with conflict. That's kind of like my, my most favorite thing to watch is if the oldest two have a conflict, how they remember some of the tools we've been trying to give them to, to do that. It, it, there's nothing I think that brings me more joy than seeing them learn and and not and learn the right way to use tools for the glory of God. All right. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Uh let's see. Uh just uh spat some more out. Uh why are you here? Let's say with your chest podcast. Why yeah. I, I know you mentioned it earlier, but like mm-hmm. what is a true reason why you're actually here and not doing it like on your own or or something else or with some other people? Ooh. Um, one, because I feel like just specifically GP tapped into, uh, people and places and stuff that I, I want to be tapped into. And I think I'm just extremely interested in being close to him to see how he's going to grow with his family and stuff like that. We alike, we are alike in a lot of ways. So that makes it, uh, that makes it for me kind of like a no brainer. 
Um, and then with you specifically, Shane, like one of the things that I, I always wanted to do is just kind of see you shine. And I feel like you shine, you shine by supporting people. So if I have a project, I know that you're going to give me your best, your best work. Um, so to me, it's just like, I want to be in a situation where I can play and kind of learn how podcasts and work, learn more about communication and stuff like that. But then on the flip side, watch my guys grow as well. Right. Right. Sounds fantastic. GP, you want to, uh, you want to go hey, just crew back love. and forth? Crew love. That's you right. know what I'm saying? That's what it's all that's about right. when it comes to crew love. Let's, let's talk a little bit more about um, uh, grit and gratitude, bro, mm-hmm. and the social media management. Um, yeah. Just the love of like the best things that you like about um, embarking as being a um, entrepreneur. And what are the least like, like things that you, that you dislike yeah. about embarking on that journey? So I think the First thing is um, thinking about entrepreneurism, if that's the word in general, <laughs> is is uh, accountability. Um, I used to have the hardest time working at places, even even if it had like good culture. And it almost was because I feel like I never fit in in the molds that they wanted me to, to be in. And that's not their fault. Like they have a requirement or, or whatever. But just sometimes it seems like maybe I'm better here, but the way that they need it to be, that's just that's just not how it is. And I think by being an entrepreneur, you don't you don't just get to create uh, just to take opportunities, but you get to create opportunities. You get to create opportunities for other people um, to actually you know provide for their families, to um, trust in the Lord. And, and I think the biggest thing that I've learned, cause I, I talked to a lot of people about it is when you are entrepreneur and you work, you know, you work for yourself and you have to get your own contracts and you got, and you don't necessarily know, you know, 100% you're going to get paid that month or, or whatever. You really yeah. start to understand what God means by give us this day, our daily bread. Mm. Yeah. And, and I'm not even going to try to over spiritualize that. I just think that that is just, it's just everybody experiences their daily bread, but for some reason it just seems a lot more sweet when you 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 have to trust the Lord that he's going to provide. Amen. You're going to do a good job. You're going to try to do your best job. You're going to do the things that you can do, but it's it's going it's completely 100% up to him. And that's, like I, think, I said, that doesn't mean if you have W2s, that's not how that works. Like he's still providing the job, but it's just for right. some reason, it just feels a little bit different. Feels different. Definitely. Cause I, I can say that we forget sometimes as believers that God does provide. And if we just take our hand off the wheel, you will start seeing, um, those things maybe like for instance maybe a six hundred dollar deposit in your account or maybe your cabinets are full full of full of food so you can eat for another two weeks um things of that nature i i I remember um embarking um as um an independent uh freelancer and just being worried and then after i just was like man forget it and then that's when the blessing started pouring in and i'm not even i I wasn't even really looking for financial blessing but just it being introduced to to new people and great people with great hearts and things of that nature it was just like you know what That, that that that's worth embarking on this journey so what's the least thing that you like about being an entrepreneur with great um if I'm being the most honest, trusting the Lord for my daily bread. 
<laughs> oh my gosh! There you there's go, some, bro. Hey, you being arrogant. honest, though. Yeah, That's like fair, there's some real. arrogance. I think that somehow comes with the territory of like, oh, you built your thing, and you're, you know, you don't have a W two. You got you signed, you know, W nines or or you know whatever. Um, it's like, oh, you don't need my my statements. I got my tax return. You know, just all those different things. And I think sometimes when it's just like, okay, I did this, and I know that this is how it's going to go down and I know this and I know that it, it, yeah. <laughs> when, you, when, when it's got to come from somewhere else and you got to keep reminding yourself that I think that's one of yeah. the most difficult things ever because it's you know you could do you could be doing a good job you could be making all kinds of plans and, and stuff like that and then they don't happen and you like oh man like it's, it's, it's all my fault or you know you succeed and it's all you and, and, and all is just those pitfalls. Mm. I think, I think that's the thing on, on the flip side. I think, um, it makes time. It, one thing about it is it makes time a little bit more difficult. So like if I'm a salary person and I'm working with another yeah. person, I have in some sense a little bit, I, I may feel like I have a little bit more time. So I'm going to spend yeah. more time trying to get to know this person and do that. But a lot of times it's like, Hey, I'm going to get to know you as fast as I can, but you know, we got to get these contracts. <laughs> we got to get these contracts. <laughs> We gotta make sure we got these contracts and get yeah. this done. Um, because so you cool and everything, but I got bills to pay. Yeah, like, you're right. Cool, right. I got bills to pay. Like, yeah, like I used to yeah, when I first this, started. This, this, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, like when I first started, I'll be having meetings for like three hours with people, and then it'd be the end of the day, and I'm like, I don't have no confirm like confirmation that they even a customer. Like, <laughs> it's like yeah, no, 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 don't do that. <laughs> Is it difficult actually? Um, like scheduling, uh, like weeks in advance, like vacations, for instance. Is it um, difficult for you to do that? It's difficult for me to do that because I don't like vacations. Um, mm. is it's also difficult because um, I can understand that. <laughs> I enjoy I enjoy work, mm. and so like if it's the right situation, like like for instance, it's a right. team I. With right now, it's a right situation. The culture is is per, is I can't say perfect, but the culture is good. It's a lot of transparency, and when I'm in that kind of environment, I don't care what it is. We about to dog it, like we about to work. We about to work, work, work till it's done. And then while we was getting that done, I was already thinking about what we about to get done next. So in some sense, I think the hardest thing is once again, the daily bread isn't just the money; it's the time, it's the family. It's to all these things that God is giving for our provision or providing us for right. uh, to 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 keep us, to maintain us, to grow us, to be more like him. And so, like, once again, the thing that gets hard is the is the, the reality of, OK, just because you have a business or just because you're doing that, you still got 24 hours and that's right. not the only thing you're doing. Right. And so, yeah, I think I think it honestly does get hard because even if you write it down, I don't have a boss that's going to say, hey, you you wrote this down. Why did you not do it? Like you, you have to be accountable for it. Yeah. So that's good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. So in regards to this business, uh, why did you come up with grit and gratitude and where did that come from? And um, where do you want to see it? Like, and I guess where has it come from and how's it grown? I mean, how long have you been doing this? I guess really, let's just start there. Um, 
All right, so I'm going to try my best to not ramble because it's kind of loaded. So first, grit and <laughs> gratitude. The idea of grit um, is work, this. Right? Yeah, it's perseverance. It, it's, it's, it's perseverance, but it has like intentionalness to it. So it's not like you're just working right. hard to work hard. It's you're intentionally right. working hard. And then gratitude in the sense of God is the giver of all perfect gifts, all the good gifts. He also um, he, he also does good to those that love him. Like he's promised good for those people. Right. And so in Philippians, when it says be anxious about nothing and pray about everything, you're going to hear me say that. Probably, I think I figured out a way to say that like every episode. But like that, there's this this reality that if you if you are not to be anxious is to pray about everything in the spirit of thanksgiving. So then Thanksgiving and then gratitude and all that, it all comes together. And I think when I have both of those together, that feels like the most balance that I'm possibly going to be able to come with. And I created I created I started last year. Um, mainly because I like where attention is and I like understanding humans. So you're, and, you're deep. Yeah. 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 Oh, I think, okay. yeah, technically, I guess, I guess it was like last April. It was okay. last April, but I'll get more into that in a second because we got to take a break. All right. All right. Hey everyone, it's Shane from Say It With Your Chest podcast. Are you enjoying this episode? We hope you are. If you want to be a part of the show, or if you want to be a guest on the show, shoot us an email at sayitwithyourchest2023 at gmail.com. That's sayitwithyourchest2023 at gmail.com. All one word. And be sure to like, subscribe, and follow us on Instagram, Apple Music, and Spotify. That way, you'll be first to know when new episodes drop. Remember, we're strongly opinionated, and yet we're speaking facts, facts, facts. We'll see you soon. And we're back. And uh we was getting into the thick of it, fellas. <laughs> yeah, hey, man. Uh, Diving deep. So, Diving deep. So much about, you know, uh God's provision and and what it looks like when you have to trust him with your bread and trusting his daily bread. And uh talking about grit and gratitude is just really special to me because it it came out of a lot of loss. So uh like right before the pandemic and during the pandemic, I had got laid laid off, lost different jobs probably about four times. Um Mm. And I got to the point where it seems like, well, if I'm going to take a risk, why don't I just take a risk on myself? And the reason why I decided to use social media is the probably the same reason people used radio back in the day or everything else. Social media has this opportunity to where you get past all the gatekeepers and get right Preach. to the where the attention is. Preach. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, what, what, what better way to use a platform that gets so much attention by really helping people understand what value is and, and providing quality value for their brand, their business, the, their, their, their families, the Bible, their thoughts, just kind of whatever. It's like there's so much already on the Internet. I I feel like I could be a part of this movement of we're going to put quality, helpful, good content into the into the the world. Um, And so I got started just by by that premise. Like a lot of times when you talk about social media, you don't really talk about brand. You want to understand brand first. And then you talk about social media, because if you talk about social media first without any type of vision, it's just going to be overwhelming. And it's something the kids do or or something like that. So I think it was just a really fun opportunity to do something helpful for people, but also, you know, monetize. 
may, as far as may I say, may yeah. I say this? Uh, I want to just salute you because name written gratitude. I want to salute you for that because that is a catchy name and it takes a lot. Of, I know it took a lot of thought for you to put that in um, and, and to put that into action and bring it to fruition. And also, when I first met you, I think you were wearing a shirt that said algorithm. Oh yeah, and algorithm. Was very like yeah. captivated, right? Uh, yeah, that, that's what it said, <laughs> algorithm. Honey. And I was yeah. very captivated. I was like, this dude, this dude is real big on names. You know what I'm saying? And I just wanted, like, can you elaborate more about that? Yeah. So algorithm well? hunter. Uh, so first, grit and gratitude. And where can I like, get a shirt from? <laughs> oh, I got you. I got you. I got. I got a. Uh, I got a link. <laughs> Shout out the. Uh, what is okay. that? Teespring. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, teaspoon. I gotta get. I don't know. I gotta just real quick. I gotta get with you because you got better quality shirts. So I gotta, <laughs> I gotta get with you with, with the person that made the shirts. Yeah, I said it. I don't care, Teespring. You got. <laughs> yeah, they need to step their game up. Real talk. Yes, they do. Yeah, they need to show. step their game up. But uh, first grit and gratitude. Spring, spring oh, for sure. Um, first grit and gratitude is probably everything. Like, uh, honestly, to me, grit and gratitude is multiple businesses. Grit and gratitude media. Grit and gratitude LLC. Grit and gratitude holdings. Um. Grit and gratitude logistics and grit and gratitude appliance or something like that. So anything that I ever create is going to have that name. But Algorithm Hunter specifically goes to the social media management because when I was thinking about when I think about adding value, a lot of times uh, content creators specifically and business owners and just anybody that's wanting to put stuff out there to get attention, um, yeah. they feel kind of like a slave to the algorithm. You need to post at this time. You need to do this. You need to, you know, you need to make sure you do that. And I play those rules. I, I play with them. Um, me too. Cause but, me and you have conversations like that about oh, for sure. algorithms and what time to post. And, yeah. yeah. And, and yeah, it's we, we try to, we try to play, play, play with the, uh, the game of it yeah yeah because i mean to me it's a game and it's a hunt like you like i said you're trying to get the attention but at the same time it seems like it hinders a lot of people's creativity it 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 keeps people in boxes if the algorithm likes something that that you do you're gonna keep doing it it's gonna reward mm -hmm. you and so the reason why i say algorithm hunter is because so many people function by trying to hunt the algorithm or being hunted by the algorithm oh algorithm likes this algorithm likes that algorithm don't like that algorithm and it's, it's all fun and games, but at the same time, if that's influencing the type of content that you're going to make, it's going to influence the type of value that you give. And so, um, and then in a, in a lot of ways, when you come to somebody and you say you're an algorithm hunter, it allows you to be a little bit more on the offensive instead of the defensive. Mm -hmm. And if you, and just on the business side of things, it's like, you can't, you, you won't scale on the defensive. That, that I've been guilty. I've been guilty of tagging and hashtagging the wrong thing in my mm. videos and in my social media posts, which yeah. I thought was helping, but it was actually yeah. hurting. Yeah. And because see, that's the thing. It's it becomes and it becomes that game. It's like, do you do hashtags? Yeah. <laughs> do you uh -huh. do uh where Instagram will let you do 30? Facebook only wants you to do like five, if that. Right. Um, right. And, and you know a lot of people say like oh hashtags don't work no more and and guess no. what you see on their posts hashtag hashtag yep. <laughs> exactly. so regardless of and see that's another thing too like I, the way i like hashtags is like if you can if you can find like a keyword that's actually like optimized and, and and good but at the same time be thoughtful on how you put it so like for example um i was doing a community yard sale right normally yeah. people would think oh you're doing a community yard sale hashtag community yard sale 
no, no, no. Hashtag community, hashtag yard sale. So mm, I'm saying the same okay. thing. I'm telling you what's going on, but I know both of those hashtags will do far better and have far a far better reach than community yard sale. Make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Like to me, that's that's offensive. That's not defensive. That's not like you just trying to do whatever. And so that's where okay. algorithm hunter came from. I love it. <laughs> yeah. There's a science to it. I'm starting to hear there's a science to it. Because I don't right, know Shane? much about I don't know much about uh Instagram and, and just like social media in general. But yeah, GP, you you write one hundred percent and Richard, it's like boom, there it is. Just <laughs> I was today years old when I learned that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Facts. Yeah. <laughs> Super. And it's fast. hard too know. because people are kind of like you playing on the internet and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, okay, let's play. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I didn't know. Look, my, I didn't know my bro is a whole ninja. I'm looking at you. See, people can't see you that. Let's listen on podcast. This mug guy <laughs> swore is in the background, bro. You Are you really a ninja, bro? Like, nah, bro. Because if okay. I was, I still wouldn't tell you. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. It's just, uh, my, 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 my best friend, uh, uh, Nakomis, uh, shout out to Nakomis, a missionary out, out in Nico, uh, Canada. And, uh, you know, he, uh, he left me these parting gifts called the swords. And so, like, I, I, I keep them close because that's my guy. Yeah, my brother's two of them, man. Swords. Yeah. Because it's like, I don't know, to my me, it's like, you gotta see like my brother's sword collection. It's crazy. Yeah. See, uh, and see, it's crazy too because like, I don't shop. My brother's sword collection is ridiculous. Oh, yeah, my brother does because he, I mean, he's, he's, yeah, he's military, he's a Marine. He says Marine, so. Shout okay. Out to yeah, he, yeah, he probably got like some qualifications wow. that I don't have. So he we appreciate his service, man. Yeah, Amen to that. Yeah, I do. I really do appreciate it, sir. Like my dad, you know, that's my 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 dad. He's he's a retired marine or uh, mm-hmm. army. You know, my nephews they out here right now. I'm at a fall. I'm at a fall, uh, fall festival right now with my family. Yeah, on the fall fest and like yeah, half of my family are service members right now my father he's navy and then my brother is marines um i like i love him to death it scares me it scares me half to death thinking about like my brother but of course he like retired and stuff now but my dude used to go on tours and Mm -hmm. so like he he's had an interesting um tour because i think if i'm not mistaken he was in there over 20 years so yeah yeah. Well, let's get back to it really quick, man. Was it, oh, for we, sure. We starting to go off get on a it. tangent, man. Would you yeah. be a tangent? But <laughs> hey, man, that's okay. what we so, do, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You you right, you right. So let's go yeah. really quick, Rich. <laughs> you were talking about loss, so I got some really hard questions for you. I don't, mm. I don't know how deep mm. you want to go, but I'll throw some out at you. All okay. right. So, uh, where do you feel? Uh, any regret or failure in your life, whether that's marriage or business or anything like that. And how has God actually brought you through that failure or that regret? Or are you continuously looking to that regret and are you still struggling with it? Um, so the hot take regret is I wish I would have never went to college. Um, because I never got the degree and I got all the debt for it. Um, and people try to make it sound nice people try to make it sound nice like oh well you still had a learning experience and it was like yeah but i could have got it off of youtube so that debt kind of stresses me out but god god you know he's providing and doing what he does so i can't really tell him what to do with that um but then on a more personal like on a more personal level i think earlier in my marriage i wish i would have 
understood how much words matter. Yeah. Um, I come from a, I come from a background where you can kind of just say whatever you want to say and say however you want to say it. And I don't, and and I, I, at least I can at least say it with a clear conscience. I've never, I've never tried to be just like, I'm going to maliciously rip you to pieces with my words or something like that. Like I, I didn't, that's never really been my goal. But I think in the, in the times where you think maybe like with your wife, it's a small thing. And you blow it off and it makes it seem small. I think you may begin to make her feel small mm-hmm. because and, and I've noticed that with my children, too. Like, you know, oh, I got a business. Oh, I'm doing this. Oh, I got to do this. Oh, we're making disciples. Oh, we're doing this. Oh, we're doing that. And whatever their stuff is, it's like, OK, you know, we'll get to that or that's not really important right now or, or whatever. And so, like, I wish that because now now that I know how the Lord cares so much about every single one of our thoughts to where he commands us to pray without ceasing. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You learn that God does care about empathy. You learn all of these things that actually unlocks deeper relationships uh, to Thanks. people. And on the flip side, it can hinder transparency because mm-hmm. now you will only you'll either you'll either not operate and tell me and you won't tell me anything or you'll only tell me what you think I may deem as important. Right. So I think that that really, you know, this is 12 years in. And I think we kind of got a hold on it, but I can still see like glimmers of uh, of that to where I have to be more. I try not to be militant about it because I want to be gentle. But it's right. like when I see an issue like that, that I know can really turn into something big. Uh, so, the so- Song of Solomon talks about little foxes. Don't let the little foxes spoil the garden. A little right. fox by itself is not going to destroy your whole garden. But a little fo- a little group of foxes that take a little nibble here and take a little nibble there eventually will destroy the whole garden. And so it's like, I want to be able to protect yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> somebody had, somebody told me earlier today, uh, water is a life giver, right? Right. Too much water can harm you. Mm. Like, water can drown us. Facts. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Like, we need a survival to drown from water as well. It just made me think of what you said. Yeah. I like that. I'm going to use that. Mm. Yeah. Because mm. mm. uh, it's true. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's true, man. It's true. Yeah. Hey, man, so, I got a question for you, bro. I'm yeah. Saying I ain't on you. No, no, no. Bro, go, go, go. This is this is kind of a sidebar, but you might gain a lot of friends and a lot of fans from this. Mm. Top five right now. Top five. Top, top five. five artists right now, baby. Oh, gosh. Oh, Give me gosh. a top five, baby. Number one. Number one GP. <laughs> I got I got GP. I got KB. I got, uh, shoot. Hold on. Um, Because I need to think about that. Um, ah, man, shoot. Can I just say, like, right now, like, who I'm listening to or just in general? In like, general, yeah. Oh, gosh, that's crazy. Um, Luther Vandross. Woo! Um, Luther. Luther, yeah, for sure. Uh, Michael Jackson. Gotta put them in there. They gotta put them in there. Now, I'm gonna have a hard time endorsing the music, but I can't disrespect the, the, the artist in himself, uh, James Brown. Right. Um, great humanitarian. Great humanitarian. Yeah, great James humanitarian. Brown is... There is no Prince. There is no Michael Jackson. There is no none of them without James Brown. Without James Brown. And so it, it makes no sense. Like the fact that I don't have Prince on there is literally just because James Brown exists. Like so, but like I said, <laughs> makes sense though. Um, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I think he gained a lot of respect from a lot of the listeners. They like, oh, yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. 
Luther taught you how to love, man. Come on. He taught you how to love. This, this is a man's world. Not a home. <laughs> yeah. Not a home if there ain't nobody there. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Yeah, those, those are the classics. Those are the classics. Yes. What's All right. <laughs> oh, my God. Very nice. Very nice. Shane, hit me. Here's a question for you. What lessons do you feel God is laying on your heart right now? Or do you want to leave behind for people um, listening to this podcast? Like what lessons or what, what do you want to teach people on this podcast? And what lessons do you feel God is laying on your heart right now? Uh, God yeah. does not give us a spirit of fear. Facts. And fear, fear is a word that um, transcends and it shows itself in a lot of different ways. Like why you don't take risk, why you won't say, say it with your chest, why you, uh, will posture yourself in a certain way, uh, to whether that is to be liked or to gain some type of leverage. Um, I'm, I'm trying my best not to hate fear because I think, I think God didn't give us a spirit of fear, but I also think people are afraid. And I think like yeah. nobody's just going to be fearless and you shouldn't be hateful towards someone who's not being fearless, uh, because God isn't. He just constantly reminds us that he's with us. Right. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. like trying to not be the source of confidence. Because I can't be, I, I, I will fall on that platform every time I'm not worthy, but pointing to Christ as into your identity is secure, right? So you don't have to fear what, what man thinks about you. Like your, your salvation is secure. So you don't have to fear what false, false doctrine or, or what's going on in the world or, or why you won't post that thing on social media or, you know, why you won't create that, that song or write that movie or do whatever. Like it, that's why I say fear can go in so many different aspects avenues and when you when you meet people and you want them to be like the best and you can get that beautiful opportunity to see that God gifted them with something I end up hating fear because it blocks the the vision like God just gave you this gift and like what you're gonna do you're gonna go bury it in the sand and so I think I think that's kind of what I'm learning and that's that's what I want to leave with people at the same time like you don't have to be afraid of nothing period I feel I feel like we rounding third and heading into home right now with this interview. Oh, yeah. 100%. So I got, I got a question right here, man, that probably will round that off. Where do you see yourself in five years? Man? Uh, in five years. <laughs> Did I? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you good. You um, good. Mine was going to be like one to three years. <laughs> one to yeah, three years. Awesome. Hey, yeah, I feel you. Yeah. In five years, uh, Lord willing, I hope to, uh, whether I own a business or not, I want to be in a situation where we're providing quality where we're making a difference. I've, I've never been like hard fisted on what it looks like to own a business. I'm more about learning these systems and perfecting it. Mm. Um, cause that's what businesses are. Businesses are the, the difference between a good business and a bad business is systems. Do you have them right. and processes? Nice, um, and, and culture and stuff like that. So I know that's I want to definitely be doing that, but I also. I just really, really hope that like there's some wisdom somewhere in me that's going to be able to create disciples, specifically men that are firm in the word and 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 and, and have don't have that sense of fear. But they're also gentle and understanding. Yeah, Um because that's what I want to be. I want to be I want to I want my children to be able to say, say my father has been gentle and understanding. That's why I'm always looking. I'm always looking for barbarians, man. The yeah. Buddhist 
beard growing, breath stinking, ready to hit the front lines with that gospel. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah. I'm looking for those roots because it's ugly out there. Right. You know, it's ugly out there. But also just to let them know, like, there are a lot of people who are out there in the trenches that God really can really use. For his Absolutely. Kingdom. Absolutely. You know, it's a lot of guys that's rough around the edges, man. And I believe you do have any a ministry that that's in the making that will uh in tr- uh will um bring in those followers. Absolutely. You know what I mean? That will it's like it's like it's like honey, like beast honey. I mean yeah. that's gonna be that's gonna do that, you know. I, if not, think- I'm speaking into existence and Jesus. Yeah. And I think um because I don't I don't think it's it's gotta be as deep as it has to be, but there's times where I just I did not want to exist um in a lot of different ways. And when you get the life given to you in Christ when you're born again, when you are trying your when when you are being made more like him, um, and you finally understand that God is really not kidding when he says he's about you, and God's not kidding when he really says I won't leave and forsake you, he's really not kidding where I think it's in uh might be in Zephaniah where it says he sings over you. Mm. When you when you understand that the Lord Come is on. rejoicing over you in Christ, Come nothing on. else nothing else can stop you. Like Facts, this man. world ain't got the weapons to go against our God. And it's just like I want everybody to know that. And I hope I hope that's the conversation I'm having in five years. The conversation man, that that till till my last breath is we're not fighting a losing battle, guys. <laughs> and uh I right, think that actually right. makes me want to go straight won, into man. Yeah, he's already won. It's, it's like uh, one of the one of the guys I work with uh, down in in Lake Norman. He he's like he's one of the like, most fearless people I know. As far as like, don't really care what people are thinking or whatever. He'll try and do whatever. And he's like, dude, let's just play. Like, God's already won. And we ain't got nothing to prove. We just trying to have a good time, really. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just there's something about that that I think is infectious and that if we can get that into our children, we can get that into the the people around us. We we will see the glory of God and and not just, you know, neat people, but we get to see God work in all types of scenarios and all types of people. But I don't want to get yeah. too deep well, into you that. You want to see this podcast going a year? In a year? I'm trying to, I'm going to be honest. In like, example, like, I, let's- I want to interview Thistle. <laughs> Yes, sir. I, Let's go. I want to interview this one. Like, I'm not even get like, there. I I heard or, or, around that that was a possibility. I'm still actively, so I uh, I'm, yeah. yeah. It's I wanna, a strong wanna, possibility. Yeah. yeah. So that you just you just put that out there. Yeah. You just put that 100%. out there. Spoiler alert. That's, that's guys. what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I want to be able to hear oh, good stories okay. from a lot of people. <laughs> so one, one last question yeah, for, for you, sure. Richard. So it's like a two-parter. Do you have a hero? And I'm not saying Jesus, like, obviously. Yeah, yeah, Jesus, yeah. But do you have a hero? Who is it? Yeah. And what's their inspiration to you? So my mom, um, which is hilarious that I would, because if she, you know, would listen, she would, that'd be the last person she probably thought that I would say. Um, my mom, before I was born, was uh, hit by a bus and mm. disabled my entire life. And the level wow. of perseverance that I've seen uh, in her and a lot of different things from her past and a lot of different pains and hurts from rejection, abandonment, all these different things that should break somebody like she should be absolutely broken, dead, 
something. Yeah. In, in all of her sufferings, the one thing that I know for a fact that God used her for is it does not matter what you're going through. God is still your friend. Like Boom. your situations does not dictate your standing in Christ. And I think it is because of her that I believe that I feel it in my guts as deep as it can go. Uh, when I'm not operating in the flesh, of course, but, um, but yeah. Like I, I can't think of anybody that impacted me more. Um, which is why I think moms are so important. Parents are so important. Which is why I'm so, uh, intense about parenting. (laughs) I'm trying to be at least somewhat as good as she was. Yeah. Man, there y'all have it, man. That's the dude right there. Our brother, Richard, Mr. Grit and Gratitude right here in the building on Say It With Your Chest podcast. Yo, this was been, this has been a great interview man great sit down bro i really appreciate you man i appreciate appreciate y'all man that you are i appreciate the path that you've been on and um if we're going up from here man straight up bro amen amen we appreciate y'all listening too are we gonna do a motivational moment bro yeah that's what i was gonna i was gonna get right into it too i promise i I wasn't gonna i wasn't gonna forget um one thing thing i want everyone to understand that i've i've tried to constantly say and like i said i I say it probably quite a bit god is jehovah jireh he is a provider and it's not just your bills guys it's not just uh your, your circumstance is not your car note. It's not your mortgages. It's not your friends. He's providing all of that, but he's also going to provide you with peace, with understanding, with meekness, with love. Like when yeah. you feel like you're in that unlovable situation, he can give you the love acts for it. He says, yes. if you, uh, if you have not, or wait, dang, I said it wrong. You have not because you ask not. Ask not. Right. Yes. J- James one is very clear. Actually, the whole book is about not being double minded. And so when we, as God's children who trust in Jesus Christ and you are covered in his blood, you are in union, you are in Christ. He yeah. sees you as he sees his son and his son. He has given all authority over heaven and over earth. It is all accomplished. It is all said and done. Your circumstances do, does not dictate your standing. God is providing what you need every second and moment. Not He's not providing what you want. He's not providing what you think you need. He knows what you need and trust him. And if you can't trust at that time, ask him for faith because he will get you there. Be motivated. Say it with your chest podcast. We're not old. We're not young, but we're strongly opinionated. It's GP. That's Richard. It's Richard. It's Shane. We in the (laughs) building, but now we out. We love y'all. Love y'all, man. Take it to a hundred, yo. Take it down, step down. One already fell. Take the ground. Cause you ain't the one with the crown. You ain't the one.